Hello and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. It's fall, time to go back to school. I've got some really great episodes for you as we enter this new season, and I'm sure you're going to want to tune in. I also have an upcoming workshop, and you can learn all about that on my website, isabelbridges.com. See you inside the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges, and here on this show, we dive deep into all things mothering, sistering, and humaning. Because the roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. Let's begin. Gabby Day is the CEO, founder, and formulator of Bright Body and Bright Body Baby. She also lives and breathes the science behind personal care products. And she has a huge commitment to clean ingredients and sustainability, which is why on today's podcast, we talk about how to clean up your skincare routine. This was such an insightful conversation. I immediately purchased her product. And I can't wait to share it and her with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mother's Empowerment Show. I am Isabel, your host. And today I'm so excited to have this conversation with Gabby Day. Gabby, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So Gabby, before we dive in, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners let them know who you are, the work that you do in the world. And then the question I ask all my guests is, what does empowerment mean to you? Absolutely. So I'm Gabby Day. I am the CEO, founder, and formulator of Bright Body and Bright Body Baby. There are two lines of non-toxic and closed-loop refillable skin and hair care, one for grown-ups, one for littles, but they all live in the same place on the interwebs. <laughs> that makes it easy. Which is what? And mybrightbody.com. You can find everything there. And I have kind of a strange circuitous route to get here. I have a background in healthcare administration, which was inspired by living with my own chronic illnesses. So I have hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, POTS and Lyme. And that really inspired me to just clean up my personal care routine. I was like, I'm good with nutrition. I'm good with movement. What else can I do? And fell down the ingredient list reading rabbit hole and never came out, basically. Um, and I'm a mom to 17-month-old identical twin boys after years of unexplained infertility and recurrent pregnancy loss. And they inspired me to expand into the baby care products. I had a lot of people asking me, when are you going to when are you going to do this? And little did they know I was going through my first, second, third miscarriage at the time. And um, even though I had a traumatic birth and that took up a lot of mental bandwidth for a while, eventually I was fed up with the current products that we were using and decided to make some things for them. And I also have a background in yoga and Ayurveda, and that kind of shows up as a common thread in how I formulate um, a little more obviously in the grown-up products. But there's always some herbalism at play somewhere, whether or not I call it out as Ayurvedic is, you know, depends on the product, but that also plays a big role in how I live my life, how I formulate, how I run the business and 
try to stay rooted in my why and my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I really appreciate you talking about your why and your purpose, because often as moms, when especially as new moms, we kind of lose that, that why, like, why am I doing this again? And that sense of <laughs> yeah. purpose. So I'm really glad that you said that and that you're modeling that for us too. Yeah, it was, I mean, the first three months postpartum were, you know, the fourth trimester was very much survival going from zero kids to two newborns was quite a shock, especially after a traumatic birth for all three of us. And I just thought I can't, I don't have bandwidth to do anything. But when I finally decided to make the baby products, it was actually really it was like very life-giving and purpose renewing because my husband is a teacher. He was home for the summer at the time. So I was like, I'm going to leave for a couple hours. You know, I'm still pumping all the time, but I'm going to leave for a couple hours to go tinker around and formulate and then come back home and get back into mom mode. But it was really nice, even with how hard it was in the beginning to like get to do both, to get to be mom, to get to have the fulfillment from work and that was a really nice, I'm glad I did it for myself and for my kids. It gave me just like a renewed holistic identity in that fourth trimester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what does empowerment mean to you now that you're a mom? Yes. <laughs> I think empowerment is being rooted in knowing who you are and what you need and how that might and very well probably and likely should look different than other people. And honestly, for me, especially as a twin mom, as a mom with chronic illness, who's also running a business, empowerment is knowing that you need to ask for help. Mm. (laughs) So a lot of people, I feel like, think empowerment is... Like I can just do it all. It's fine. I'm a super mom. I've got it handled. Like I know me and I'm confident in myself. And I definitely think that's part of it. But I feel like knowing and feeling safe in asking for help is something that is missing from the empowerment conversation because we are, you know, social primates. <laughs> we need support. We need uh, you know, the the village doesn't really exist anymore. So we have to kind of create that with our, our blood family, our chosen family. And I think knowing when and how to ask for help without apology and without hesitation and without guilt or shame, I think has been such a key, powerful part of empowerment for me. And it's something that we learn, right? It's Mm -hmm. something we come in with. We don't, although I bet you know from your own children that they, babies are empowered to ask for help, right? So maybe (laughs) we unlearn it and then we have to learn it again. (laughs) Yes, totally. It's like, I remember first learning about, you know, authoritative versus authoritarian parenting. Someone on TikTok was, I forget who it was, talking about you know, toddlers, especially when they're in that phase of like trying to find independence and, but also still really needing you, they just show up in the day unapologetic about their needs. And it's not about giving you a hard time or being difficult. It's just like, those are their needs and they're unapologetic about it. And it's not to say that we as adults should move through the world like toddlers. Mm -hmm. It's just more of like, how can you give yourself permission to meet your own needs as you can, but then also figure out how to ask for help to finish meeting those needs that you can't do yourself. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And then one of the needs that you help people meet is skincare needs. Um, And I'm really excited to be talking to you now because inside of my membership in October, we are really looking at how we can create internal space in our lives and external space in our lives. And your products are really um, an example of one way we can do that. So let us know a little bit about what that means. Yeah. So I would say first and foremost, it's about routines. Like Ayurveda, so much of the Ayurvedic quote unquote prescriptions are about setting up rituals and routines that nurture you on all of the different levels. So mentally, spiritually, energetically, emotionally, all of those things. So even if you come away from this saying, I don't want to buy your products, Gabby, that's fine. I just hope that you make space in your day, make rituals and routines in your day that let you take care of yourself. Like one of the funniest things I've heard from people, I do a lot of um, virtual consults and a lot of moms of young kids will say, well, I don't have time to do a skincare routine because I have a two-year-old. And I'm like, girl, do you have five minutes at the end of the day? That's all it takes. It can be that simple. Um, Just, you know, put on some music in your headphones. You don't wake up the kiddos and just take a moment to look at yourself in the mirror and offer some self-love and some nurturing, you know, physical touch from others is helpful, but also like, you know, there's something nice Mm -hmm. about basically giving yourself a hug through your routines. So I would say that underpins it all. Mm -hmm. And then as far as the products themselves, I formulate with only EWG safest rated ingredients. And it's not a perfect source by any means. And I do a ton more research. It's kind of like a starting point, but it's a mix of whole herbal and plant-based ingredients and safe synthetics so that you're not compromising on safety or performance. You get like the best of both worlds. And it's all about nurturing your skin and hair and how they naturally function. I feel like so much skin and hair care out there can be really harsh. Mm. But the idea of using a more Ayurvedic approach is like, how can you plug into your own natural skin, your skin type, your hair type, and help achieve balance? And that's the goal. So everything is gentler. Nothing is going to be stripping of moisture or harsh in any way. It's all about like, how can you just nurture and nourish and help your skin be skin. I feel like so much of skincare can be just this idea of like, oh, you need to have glass skin. You know, that was a trend for a while. And I was like, skin is skin, not glass. <laughs> I don't understand this obsession. Um, so it's all about finding balance, safe ingredients. And then we do, we have this refill program. I like to say I was positively peer pressured, but I think part of Ayurveda is not just caring for yourself, but caring for the environment. I mean, it's about not just being in sync with the environment, but we can't be in sync with the environment if we're simultaneously in our rituals and routines destroying it. (laughs) So the idea of having refills, you know, we have these pouches that you buy, you know, you've originally buy the jar or the bottle, you get the pouch, squeeze it out, when you have three empty pouches, we actually send you a like a prepaid mater- return mailer, and then we process those using TerraCycle. So I feel perhaps too responsible, but very responsible for the environmental impact of my business and my products, you know, just holistically. So 
My goal with our products is that people feel empowered, that they're making the right decision, that there's ingredient transparency, that if they ever have a question about an ingredient, our packaging, our processing, I love those questions. That's my favorite. Like, yes, please, I will answer them. Um, and that they give people a chance to really nourish themselves without being overly harsh. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. I just want us all to pause, me included, and just check ourselves around that story. Um, do you have five minutes? You caught me at that. Like, I'm still like in that. I'm like, oh, that's me. Um, yeah. Often I'm the one that says, I don't have time to do a whole skin routine. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have five minutes? Yes, I have five mm-hmm. minutes. That's actually a truer story. Yes. So as a way to clear my own insides, I'm just wanting to say it out loud because we choose the stories that we tell ourselves, even, you know, if we're doing it unconsciously, when we bring it into our conscious awareness, then we say that that's empowerment too, right? Totally. Choose our own thoughts. So I'm calling myself back in and I'm saying (laughs) I have five minutes to do a daily skincare routine. Yeah. And I mean, something else that's fun that even if the kids are, you know, they're in an extra clingy phase, bring them to the bathroom with you. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, they're taking away from my time. Reframe it as I'm modeling how to take care, how to have better self-compassion and have a moment of self-love for my kids. And people are like, well, I don't have daughters. I'm like, that's silly. Boys have skin too. (laughs) Just, you know, even if you have to bring them in on some of these rituals and routines, that doesn't mean that it's any less impactful. Yes, of course, we all still need alone time. And I don't want to negate that. But it's like, how can you on days when it's not possible to be totally alone and solo for those rituals and routines? Like, how can you reframe your mindset around it? So that's been helpful for me too, instead of trying to expect that somehow I'm going to always carve out five, 10 minutes of uninterrupted time to do my skincare or meditate or what have you. It's like, it's life, life, lives, And sometimes you can't carve out that perfect untouched time. Of course, we still need and deserve solo time, but just having more flexibility mentally around that has been helpful for me. Mm-hmm. I want us to take a little turn And I would like to talk about the change in the season and how Ayurvedic can support that transition that we're now in fall. Absolutely. So I'm in Virginia, central Virginia. So we really feel the season, sometimes all four of them in the same day, (laughs) because it's a little weird over here on the East Coast and climate change. But fall, you know, when it comes to what we're thinking about and just society. It's back to school. We're starting to gear up for Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then the winter holidays. So it's really easy to feel socially like we need to be ramping up and we need to be doing more and more efficient with our time and doing, you know, all the tips, tricks and hacks around how can you get more done in less time. But if you think about it Ayurvedically, fall is the season to turn inward and get grounded. Like fall is dry and light and it's windy and we get kind of spacey and all over the place and a little bit frazzled and the way our society is structured that feeds into that as well i feel like the energy of vata of fall is vata vata season and i feel like in general american culture american society is very 
vata and pitta. So vata meaning kind of like the flighty all over the place and pitta meaning like the hard charging type A. I feel like those two together are just America in a nutshell. But at this time when we want to be ramping up, Ayurveda tells us we actually need to find time to slow down. So making time for grounding rituals, however that looks to you, it could be again, five minutes of a skincare routine, five minutes of meditation, some form of quiet time during the day, or, you know, there are some moms who love to get up early in the morning before the rest of the house. And I'm like, my sleep is too precious. I'll do that in the evening. (laughs) But whatever that looks like for you, making time to get grounded and then giving yourself permission to do less and go slow. So having warm cooked foods, like now is not the time to have the raw salads, warm cooked foods, soups, stews, Make sure that you're dressed warm enough. Scarves are a big thing in Ayurveda. Keep that neck warm because it helps regulate your overall body temperature. Um, And when it comes to exercise, it's like instead of going to the really fast vinyasa flow, like can you do a slower flow, maybe an Iyengar style yoga? Can you maybe take up some weightlifting or some nice leisurely walks as long as you're dressed appropriately? It's like, It doesn't have to be super complicated. Again, it's just like implanting these little rituals and routines that help you slow down and get grounded and giving yourself permission to do less. And I say this as the owner of a product-based business when holiday is typically the craziest time of year, but, and obviously it's, you know, it's October now, so we can't go back in time, but I've, every year, the longer I've lived with Ayurvedic principles, the more I think about how can I plan ahead and do things ahead mm. so that I have more space in this season? And one of the biggest um, wake-up calls that I like to remind people is, you know, the daylight hours are shrinking this time of year. That The energy of the sun is an indication of your energy. We all get sleepier when it's dark out. That's how melatonin and sleep cycles work. You shouldn't be working past dark too much (laughs) if it's avoidable. I mean, there's shift workers, of course, there's exceptions. But if it's accessible to you and your lifestyle and your work, like let the sun guide your working schedule and slow down when it gets darker. It's really hard. It sounds so simple, but it's really hard. And I acknowledge that. But just taking time to turn inward, go slower, get grounded, get warm. I'm laughing because I'm remembering you say, let, let your skin be skin. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying with this advice, let your human be human. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. Human. We operate in a human body. So like, let your body do what it does. Don't expect mm-hmm. your body to be glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild that, you know, we in this, you know, capitalist white supremacist patriarchy, we're just expected to be productive at at all times. And there are certainly literal seasons and also seasons Mm -hmm. of life where that comes up more and that's easier. But I think a lot of it, like I've been saying, is permission, like giving yourself permission to slow down. Because I think whether we mean to or not, we have all to some extent bought into the idea that, and myself is, I'm very guilty, I will call myself in, is, Mm -hmm. you know, we tie our self-worth to our productivity. Yeah. And to how much we can get yeah. done. And as someone who like, I love, oh, I love a list. 
Mm. <laughs> it's like talk dirty to me about a list. I know. <laughs> Mom, but and it's like there's a time and a place for that. But also, again, recognizing, like you said, you're a human being and you're not a machine. And even machines need to be maintained. Our cars need their oil change. They need regular maintenance. They need their cabin air filter switched out. Like it's not something that you can bypass. And as a, especially as high achieving moms, it's really easy to think, well, yeah, yeah, that's for other people, but I'm different. (laughs) I'm the exception to the rule and none of us are. Yeah. We all have these human bodies. Yeah. Yep. Imagine the world that we're creating for our children and the, the culture in our family and our extended chosen family. If mm-hmm. we are modeling this for them, their internal belief systems about how they value themselves. And totally. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to be tapering to a close. I want to make sure um, that you are able to say anything else that is is here to be said. Yeah, I guess the biggest things is um, one of the biggest things that I find, especially with moms, because we have, you know, baby products and typically moms are shopping for that. And then also, I would say about 60% of the customers that buy our grown up products are moms. The number one thing that I hear is this kind of um, like sacrificial lamb thing where they say, well, yeah, I want the best like organic, all that products for my kids, but I can use whatever. Mm. And it's not to say like budget is a very real thing. I believe me, I'm a small business owner. My husband's a teacher. Like I overstand a budget. It's not so much about that or shaming around that, but more around where does that idea show up elsewhere in our life? Because if people are saying about about saying that about the products they're buying, they're probably saying that about their self care too. So mm. I always understand a budget, but I'm like, hold on, pause. Are you saying that you don't deserve care the same way that your children deserve care? Number one. And then number two, if it's accessible to you, why can't you just switch out one product for yourself? Just one. And something that makes you feel grounded and nurtured and makes your skin feel great and helps with your confidence and just makes you feel cozy in your own, you know, meat suit. Why can't you do that for yourself? So I think that's one of the biggest things that I try to perspective shift with moms who shop with us is that, of course, we all want the best for our kids, but also we can't be the best for our kids if we treat ourselves like we're disposable. Yeah. Yeah. I am for one going to take the challenge to switch out one at a time. My yes. Because we don't have to do it all at the same time. Like you said, Mm -hmm. slow and steady. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm really uh, on board for that initiative to like yeah. slow, especially this time of year. So thank Yeah. You. And I mean, like the most sustainable thing is use up what you have first. Yeah. And then people get really overwhelmed when they want to switch to more non-toxic products. They're like, I have to do it all and my oh my cookware and oh, the crib and the crib mattress and all the products and the cleaning. And the... Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on, what are you running out of next? Start there. Then what are you running out of after that? start there. Like it doesn't need to be this overhaul. And Ayurveda talks about that too. Is like, you wouldn't go from not exercising at all to saying, I'm going to exercise 60 minutes every day. Like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for failure. So I always encourage people, like if you want to make the switch to gentler, less toxic products, eco-friendly products, like just do it one at a time. And I'm also, I want to make myself available if anyone has 
questions about like cleaning product brands or makeup brands that I, you know, I don't make those products. I do have recommendations mm-hmm. for brands to support and to check out that are also, you know, small women-owned mission-driven um, brands. So I'm always help, happy to be a help in referring to like-minded products in other industries. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. And where can people find you if they want to reach out for that kind of support? Yeah. So they can email me. It's Gabby, G-A-B-I at mybrightbody.com. That's probably the most direct way, but then I'm always, I'm on Instagram. Um, that's the only place where there are separate things. So there's at my bright body and at bright body baby, either one I'm on there. It's both me. Um, and then I'm, I love TikTok too. I to- post a lot of educational stuff about ingredients, but also like feminist progressive motherhood and things like that so you can find me on tiktok at it's gabby day g-a-b-i-d-a-y um but yeah dms are cool voice memos i i love a good voice memo in a dm so hit mm. me up wherever's easiest for you <laughs> awesome okay gabby so my last question is what is an empowering action you'd like to invite our listeners to take something specific that they can do after they listen especially in this season, this is going to be very hard. And I'm also talking to myself in this. Take one thing off your to-do list every day for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh my. Okay. <laughs> I know. Do less. Give yourself permission to do less because the more energy you use up, like even if we're if even if we think about it in a productivity lens, if you're too scattered in a bajillion different directions, you're not going to get momentum. It actually serves you mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and productivity-wise to be more focused with your energy in one direction. So give yourself permission to do less. Take something off your list. And again, I'm talking to myself too. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. Thanks, Gabby. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. That's all for today, my friends. And here's what I want you to remember. Empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Today's episode was produced by Brendan Lindsay. Intro and outro music are by Matthew Randolph. I'm Isabel Bridges, author of Daddy Daughter Day, I'm also the founder of the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. You can learn more about my work and join the sisterhood at isabelbridges.com. And psst, I'm offering a 50% off discount for a limited time only. So check it out today, isabelbridges.com.